Good morning on this Wednesday morning. Welcome to our devotional, Golden Nuggets, Food for Thought and for the Imagination. Thank you for joining us this morning as we continue our study. We had originally began with capacity and extended a little bit more to explain that those that walk in faith, those that believe, create a greater capacity for their lives. Well, that's the short version of it. Yesterday we are talking in the book of Mark, in chapter 11, verse 22, 23, 24, 25. Have the faith of God. Have the faith that comes from God. Have God's faith. And that was what Jesus had spoke. He said, once you have this faith, then you can say to the mountain, be thou removed and cast into the sea. The whole process being that when God spoke, the heavens and the earth came into being. When God spoke, the ages were created. When God spoke, there was light. When God spoke, every time he spoke, something happened. The faith, the substance of faith, was in the Word. He's upholding everything that has been created by the Word of His power, by the rhema of God. And faith comes by being able to hear the living Word speak the rhema of God and us be able to hear that Word and act upon it and God bring it to pass. We're the ones that are listening. We're the ones that are hearing. But it's not just the natural ear that hears it, but it is a spiritual ear, the spirit man. That's why constantly in and throughout both the Old and the New Testament, we are told, he that has an ear to hear, let him hear. Or hear and obey the Lord your God. Very important. It's not just a matter of sitting there or standing there and just hearing with the natural ear. But it's hearing in such a nature that when he literally says in Revelations 3.20, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man will hear my voice, if any man will open up, if any man will allow my word to enter into his heart, if any man does this, then my word has the capacity. It has the ability to transform and change the individual. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man will, if any man will let, if any man will let me come in, he who has an ear to hear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Or as another translation says, I am waiting at the door and giving the sign. If my voice comes to any man's ear and he makes the door open, I will come into him and will take food with him and he with me. That food, we can consider that to be the word of God. 
Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. So when we consider this as one of the the translations that is given there, then we begin to understand the importance of being able to hear. Listen, I'm knocking and I'm, I'm standing and I'm knocking at your door. If you will hear my voice and open the door, I will come in and we will eat together. Now, this is important. Jesus identifies the knocking of the door, at the door. He considers that the place where we hear the voice of the Lord. And if we allow that voice to enter in, then the door literally is open. Now, this is not the first time that this actually comes up. In the book of Genesis, in chapter number 4, when it talks about Cain and Abel bringing God each a sacrifice, and Cain's was not acceptable and Abel's was, when you go through that scripture, it talks about God telling Cain, Hey, Literally, I'm at the door knocking. But if you're not going to listen to my voice, if you're not going to consider what I am saying, then consider this, that there is the possibility that someone else is knocking at the door. Is knocking at the door of your heart. And it says in Genesis 4-7, If thou does well, thou shalt be accepted. And if thou does not well, sin lieth at the door unto thee, shall be his desire. In other words, at the door, at the place. Now, this also, if we would consider in the book of John, in chapter 10, when it talks about the good shepherd and his sheep hear his voice. Once again, we get into the capability and the ability of us to be able to hear his voice, and in hearing his voice, therein also we're going to find faith entering and coming into our lives. In that parable, interestingly enough, Jesus identifies himself as the door. If we go to the book of John, chapter 10, verse 1, it says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that entereth not by the door into the sheepfold, but climbeth up some other way, the same as a thief and a robber. But he that entereth in by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the porter openeth, and the sheep hear his voice. And he calleth his own sheep by name, and he leadeth them out. And when he put forth his own sheep, He goes before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. And a stranger they will not follow, but will flee from him, for they know not the voice of a stranger. Now this is the parable that Jesus spoke unto them. And it says, But they understood not what things they which he spoke unto them. And Jesus said unto them again, Verily, verily, I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. He's the door. And he's literally knocking at the door 
of our heart. According to the book of Revelation, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. He is the door also in our lives. Of course, sin can be knocking at that door, according to what we just read also in Genesis. But it is the voice of the shepherd that we want to hear. And it says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. All that ever came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Then, of course, we have the uh, the thief cometh not but to kill, to steal. I mean, to steal, to kill, and to destroy. I am come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. So consider that. That being able to hear the Lord, being able to hear His voice, it will be so tangible in our spirit that it brings forth the substance of faith that we can literally rest upon, lay upon, stand upon, and it can uphold us concerning the things that we are Asking him or desiring of him. In Mark chapter 9 verse 23. Jesus said unto him. This is talking about the man that brought his son. With what maybe possibly today we would call epilepsy. And sometimes the attacks would come. And he would be thrown into the water or the fire. And that spirit. We would call it a sickness. But Jesus considered it to be a spirit. And it would try to kill this young man. Would try to do him great harm. And it says, And Jesus said unto him, If thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. Now the word believeth there and the word believe are the word and I'm, I'm not going to try to pronounce this, but I'm just going to simply spell it. And these are the, the letters that we want to remember. P-I-S-T-E-U-O. That is the word believe. But yet the word faith, this is from which the word believe comes from. It comes from the word faith. The word believe in the Greek is uh Uh, actually numbered in the concordance as 4100, but the word faith is 4200. And the word, uh, uh, excuse me, not 4200, 4102. And that word is spelled P-I-S-T-I-S. So the word believe and the word faith have P-I-S-T-I-S in them. But when you go to the word unbelief, it has A-P-I-S-T-I-A. So the word unbelief, the word believe, and the word faith all contain this one portion of the same word. They all share in common the word faith. The A in front of it means not to. Uh, faithless, 
uh, it's the negative part. It would be like saying Christ and saying Antichrist. Christ is still the same word, but then by adding a word, uh, the, uh, the letter in front of it, then you change it. In this case, uh, unbelief is faithlessness, uh, negative. It's disbelief. It's not having faith. It's disobedience. So this man, when Jesus tells him, if you can believe, all things are possible to him that believes or believeth. And basically, we could translate it in this, in this fashion. If you can have faith, all things are possible to him that has faith. But since it's not a natural ability, it's not a natural capability, faith is a supernatural substance. Faith is a upholding and undergirding, a lifting up of a true reality that we cannot see with our eyes, but it's there. It gives us the confidence that we know, that we know, that we know, that we know, that we know. We just don't know how we know that, but it is imparted unto us by the Spirit of God, by the Word of God, and we just know. We don't have to struggle for it. When it's there, it is there. It is not a struggle. If we're struggling, then that means it's not there yet. But when it's there... Now, this is exactly what is happening with this man in Mark 9.23. It says in verse uh, 24, And straightway the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe. In other words, I have faith. Help thou my unbelief. So here we have the word believe unbelief, and we have the word faith, that those three are in the sense related because they contain the P-I-S-T in them. And of course, uh, we'll talk about this more at, a, at another time. But the apostles in Luke 17, 5, asked Jesus, and say unto him, Lord, increase our faith. And Jesus literally tells them in verse 6, you don't need it increase. What you need is, even if it's the size of a grain of mustard seed, but it's faith already, you'll be able to uproot a tree and tell it to go plant itself in the sea. The actual scripture says, and the Lord said, if you had Faith. See, right there. If, 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 if. If you had faith. As a grain of mustard seed, you might say unto this sycamine tree, Be thou plucked up. You might say. See, the faith of God always says, Be plucked up by the roots. Be thou planted in the sea. And it would obey you. Well, I see that we're running out of time. Join us tomorrow on Thursday as we continue with the same line of thinking and explain a little bit more. But until then, the Lord richly bless you. Keep looking up. Our redemption draweth nigh. Amen.